Greetings and welcome to a special Spending Time podcast from Watches and Wonders. And we are joined by the good folks of eBay. Ariel, do the introductions. Thank you so much. So eBay has been making the trade show circuit and is involved in the watch industry in probably the biggest way ever. And I'm here with three members of the team, the, the basically general manager, the head of eBay Luxury, Tirath Kamdar, and Sophie Rindler, and Christina Driggs from uh, who heads watches there. So first of all, this is uh, obviously your first Watches and Wonders. You've been here for a couple of days. What has the reception been like when you, you go to a booth and, and you say, hey, it's, it's eBay. Uh, do you want to have a chat? Oh, look, it's, I, I'm, I'm happy to excited to be back to in, in Switzerland, right, and being at a show. Last time I was here was SIHH. So it's super excited to be back in Geneva, see everyone, see you live in person as well. But yeah, the, the reception has been great. I think what eBay's done with authenticity guarantee and, and a focus on building trust in, in the new digital age of, of shopping high-end watches and, and expanding that to the markets such as UK and Germany as well. People are open-minded. We're at the show discussing with different brands on what is this new eBay? Because it is a new eBay versus the old eBay in terms of what we're doing in luxury and it's exciting. You're finding the pickup in the different markets picking up quicker because you know the watch world is one big family. We in the UK have observed what's been going on in the States. So you're seeing that it's qui a quicker take up in the likes of the UK in general. We are, but we've also like, if you think about we authenticity guarantee is, is first time ever eBay is physically touching the watches mm -hmm. before it ever reaches the end consumer, primarily to ensure that, hey, you're getting the real thing and you're getting all the materials, collateral box papers that it was noted. And that playbook and the operations that scale behind it is such an important advantage for us that we're now scaling that globally into the UK markets, into the German markets. And so, yeah, that's been able to help us accelerate much quicker. It's been great to see it. Hi, this is Christina. Um, it's been great to see it expand into other categories. So we, we see that it improves sales, but it also improves customer satisfaction. So that's been our, our biggest measure, measure of success for us. So we're excited to see this expand to not only international markets, other categories, but even to other price points. We just launched a new program called Expert Verification where we will have the watch authenticated for an additional cost of $80. And so a, a watch price one to $2,000 is eligible for that program. Right, okay, so I, I hadn't picked that up, but then I'm not in the States. So is that the US market only just now? It actually, uh, it includes some import markets as well. Right, okay, and are you seeing that people who are already engaged at the higher end are just going, well, this is a no-brainer. It's worked for me in the very expensive watch, $80, nothing, just to get something at a lower level examined as well. This is something that our customers were asking for. They, they really like uh, Authenticity Guarantee as a program, so they were asking, when is this going to be available on other price points as well? People want that trust, but also sellers want to be protected on return. So it, it was what our holistic customer base was asking for, both from a buyer and seller standpoint. Christina, when you go to brands and you mention that there's a process that really validates if something is real or fake, I know that a lot of brands traditionally have had this perception that there's fakes on eBay. Right. It's something that I understand eBay puts an enormous amount of resources into getting rid of. It is a very clean platform right now. What What is some of their responses to that? Because we know that their perception of the platform is a little bit behind the times. Does that give them a very strong sense of uh, assuredness? How, you know, do they just not understand it? I'm just really curious because it does seem to go to the concerns that the legacy concerns they have. And this is such a big topic because eBay is 
the world's largest platform for buying watches, and you, you, you want the brands to, to like your platform. So I'm just curious, give me some anecdotes about how they've responded to this news and this service. Sure, the overall um, reception has been positive with brands, with, with anyone in the industry. So it's, it's been just a, a game changer in the industry. So people respect us for that. They appreciate that we are doing this at the scale that we're doing. I mean, nobody has approached it to this level. So we're, we're changing the game here and we're, we're getting a lot of recognition and, and we, we're just excited for what we're gonna be doing but going like any, forward. Any funny stories of specific things? Like I know you don't wanna <laughs> always talk about, but you know, uh, these brands, they, they have personalities, they say funny they things. They have personalities, they have funny things. But I mean, look, they, they love seeing what we're getting in of their brands, right? Like, hey, like when a watch comes in, like how scratched up damage is it? Like, have you seen anything around them customizing watches. There's a lot of these type of questions and things we get, but it's all about us keeping the market clean. And for us, it's also helping the brands maintain their brand equity, right? I mean, for uh, these, these brands have a history, they have a story to tell, and the secondary market is a great place to tell that story. I have to ask, now that you've, you've done authenticity guarantee for watches, $2,000 and up for a while now, you just started uh, a couple of weeks ago for $1,000 and up with, a, with an added price. Correct. How many products that go through this are rejected? We have found things that are rejected, not only for counterfeit. Actually, the worst of it is it's actually rejected for like things around condition, right? Like the condition was not as described, right? Or it was beaten up more than it actually, because nobody wants a watch that was way more beaten up than they, 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 they saw in the listing. Or hey, they bought a Rolex that said it, they still had the original Rolex box, and guess what, the Rolex box is missing. That's important to a lot of people, right? So we're seeing a lot more on that. We also have a process that if we catch things like that, especially missing Rolex box, we will now reach out to the seller and be like, hey guys, you may have forgotten a Rolex box, can you make sure we get that? It's the only way we're gonna process the sale to the buyer. And you know what, the buyers love that, because when they get the package, they're getting everything they wanted, or else we're just canceling the sale, refunding them a back. A lot of this requires communication with the end consumer, tact, special training for people. Like, is there a team that does this? Because as far as I know, big tech companies hate this. They want to automate everything. They wanted to have this, you know, all seamlessly in the background with AI doing it. But it sounds like there's a team that has to evaluate every situation, diplomatically say to a seller, um, you may have not included something that the listing said it has, or, um, uh, the, the, the crystal's cracked and you never, you never yeah. mentioned that in the posting. Like, how do you initiate that conversation in a way that, you know, protects all the yeah, parties the, involved? I mean, there's a great thing about that team, right? Yes, there's a physical team. Not only does there's a physical team checking every single watch that comes in, but there's, a there's actually people that will actually help with that process to make sure that they go to the seller or not. What we're also doing is collecting data on that, right? We know if there's a seller that's constantly doing this repeatedly, you know, we don't want those type of sellers on the platform. We, because of this process, we've been able to clean up the platform in a tremendous way that I see even in the next year, year and a half, it's just gonna be a phenomenal experience, even better than it is today. Now, eBay has been showing up at shows and your name has even been at shows in Los Angeles recently. You did a lot of stuff for the Oscars and the eBay branding was there. And, and I understand at some point you're gonna roll out an official eBay luxury. Over the course of this show, it's sort of, over the years, it's really been a lot about the brands. More and more, we start to see uh, retail and marketplace involvement. There is a watch finder section, which again makes sense because Richemont owns watch finder and that's part of this. But do you see more of an opportunity to get the, the name of the platform as a participant in these watch industry events to continue to remind both brands and consumers alike to focus your attention on eBay? 
Yeah, absolutely. I mean, at the end of the day, we have 147 million active buyers globally, right? Wow. So that's huge in itself. And remember, eBay is a platform. We don't own the inventory. We have always been there to help that retailer, help the seller. The amount of brands and stores that have built their business on eBay are like endless. We can speak on many of them. Look at a business like Watchbox and how they've accelerated their presence on eBay. Same thing with the brands, right? So when we're part of this, we, we see them just being part of a platform where we can help them build their stories to the next generation of consumers. Why is eBay going to win in the platform wars? Now, again, some context. You're the brand. You don't know about the numbers. You don't know that eBay has a certain high level of traffic. You don't know about how well built out the technology is. You know nothing about e-commerce, right? But you do see out there all these little micro platforms popping up. They all think that they can do what eBay does better or cheaper or in a more targeted way or something like that. As someone who has seen many of these come and go, I fully recognize that, no, it's not very easy to topple an eBay. So I guess my question is, from eBay's perspective, in, in the sort of ongoing platform wars, why will eBay win? Yeah, it's not even winning. I think we everyone's after building a better consumer experience out there, and digital is a huge element of that, right? It's basically the next emerging market in the U.S., right, rather than running to China all the time. But I think, like, there's a lot of different platforms, very heavily venture-funded platforms out there as well that are trying, but it takes a lot, right? And there's, I think it comes down to three core areas, ownability, responsibility, and scalability, right? First of all, you have to own the process. You have to own it. Like, you have to be able to own it end-to-end, -end, make sure the systems are yours, make sure the processes are very tight. Responsibility, if something goes wrong, back it up. You're, you're going to be there for it. And scalability, none of that matters if you can't scale. If you can't process millions of products, you can't scale. In the last year and a half to two years, we are processed three million products through authenticity guarantee on track to do five million, potentially by end of this year. And that's just gonna keep scaling and we've proven we can scale. And so those three things combined is I believe that makes us uh, well positioned to deliver on the customer experience. I'd, I'd say we've been the leader in the industry since the beginning and we continue to be so I think that is what helps us to maintain our edge is our our history as a company we've we've been around for 27 years we know what we're doing we've continued to refine our system we have a lot of data that informs what we're doing uh, we've invested a lot in our platform we have a verticalized approach now where we're we're treating this like a watch business within a large company we have a lot of um, reach within other luxury categories. No other platform has that. So that is what sets us apart from all of these other competitors that are trying to play in this space. Is that a persuasive argument? Because again, I know that brands are still in a large way uh, technically illiterate. Do you find these types of terms penetrate them or do you have to use different types of messaging to get your points across? No, I mean, I think it really depends on their brand and what they're trying to do, right? For us, it's really helping them understand what are their challenges and how we could then potentially fill those gaps of their challenges. And every brand's different, right? You have brands that have thousands of thousands of products in the secondhand market that are just uncontrolled by them. And then you have brands that, you know, have done a really great job of managing their secondary market pricing. And here's eBay. We're well positioned to manage that for them. Well, we are at Watches and Wonders, so what you've been around and you've seen lots of watches. What has been wonderful that you've actually seen so far? Go ahead, Christina. What's your favorite watch so far? 
I know which one it is, but <laughs> you, you can go ahead and tell <laughs> the there, audience. There's actually been a lot, and I think every every day I'm getting a new favorite, or every hour I'm seeing another cool watch. But my favorite so far has been the Vacheron Constantin History 222, the gold watch. I, I think that would look pretty nice on my wrist. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna wrist. I'm gonna start a, a fund to. <laughs> is eBay linked to GoFundMe? I don't know. Is there <laughs> <a> <laughs> yeah, exactly. GoFundMyWatch.com or something. I'll see if it shows up on eBay eventually. <laughs> Good stuff. Yeah, I think uh, we've obviously recorded a couple of podcasts here already and the Triple Two has featured already in a number of draft top 10 lists, uh, I think, for a few a few of the Blog to Watch team. And yourself, Tarath? No, I just love some of the... I mean, the Rolex has been interesting. I mean, I've recently... I used to not even actually buy Rolex. My first Rolex was actually bought maybe six to eight months ago. GMT uh, Master Two, like the Pepsi. Mm-hmm. I do do like the new uh, Rolex Deep Sea Blue. It's like it's it's beautiful. Love yeah. the colorations. Love the heaviness of it. The new Air King's nice. Like they've reinvented it. It's very clean and slick looking. So I, I like that watch as well. Cool. You well, we're go- oh, we we've been talking about this ad nauseum <laughs> for sure. sure. Well, I think what's interesting is you're probably thinking about a different way. You're like, I can't wait till that ends up on eBay and I can't wait till that ends up on eBay. And you're wondering like, (laughs) how long does it take? You must be thinking about it a little bit differently than everyone else, right? Sure, but I mean, think about what happened with that uh, Swatch Omega (laughs) launch, right? Uh, Like (laughs) you saw it launch and literally within days, you saw hundreds of them on eBay. Hundreds? More, a lot on eBay. And if not, it's probably growing every day. And we've seen good successful and good sales volume of it, which is... uh, interesting so like at the end of the day everything does end up on ebay right because it's become a great central destination and i call it a barometer of the market where people just go to see what the market's like and make their purchases so so can you confirm that some of these prices paid for the omega swatches have genuinely gone through at been paid five for figures have been paid for and handed over are you aware i don't know about five figures but i'll i i, I you can see on ebay it's it's being sold in the thousands yeah yeah i mean you can see the prices live yeah yeah good stuff well we're going to say cheerio uh, to christina and we're going to sub in the luxuriously accented Sophie Rindler, who's going to start off by telling us her favourite watch of the show so far. So, Sophie, say hello. Hello, everyone. Yeah. Hi, See, Sophie. It's a proper bonjour. accent. Bonjour. Yeah, she came into this room <laughs> and said bonjour to everybody because clearly she'd been speaking <laughs> French outside and had forgotten she was coming that to a, a meeting with a bunch of... <laughs> single lingual people i don't know if i speak for myself i can speak scottish and english but that's about it sophie thank you for joining us i of course want to ask because people may not understand this uh of course brands can sell on ebay and things like that but what does it mean for a a watch brand to have a relationship with ebay do you do you give them special stuff there's special treatment because you're here um you know making a presence meeting with brands um, help people understand, you know, what's what's in it for eBay. Why do you why do you come here? Why do you do all it's this? It's all about the swag. That's all we want. Ah. <laughs> Understood. We yeah. just had that at the end of the last meeting. We were <laughs> trying to agree who had the best. Who's got the best swag that you've seen? So I far? don't know. We didn't get any swag. No, swag. Um, no the Oris <laughs> teddy bear sweatshirt was nice. <laughs> See, I didn't get one of those true. yet. I got it for my daughter. You should get one for your son. I'll go back and grab one. All right, they're nice. Um, really, what's in it is growth. I would say. And I think eBay is helping a lot of businesses and brands to grow, to grow their audience, to, to get more eyeballs, to grow their numbers as well. Because, you know, there is volume on eBay. And uh, myself, you know, as a, as a brand owner with Talker, I, we, we did look into eBay before I even joined eBay. 
And uh, Austin started an account on eBay and we did sell watches through eBay. I encourage everyone to actually give it a shot. It's important because it's going to really help grow. But the brands say, okay, we're, we're a big luxury brand. Maybe in some time in the distant future, we can imagine ourselves selling direct on eBay. Most won't, but I know there's a ton of their products being sold on the platform right now. And there's utility in them understanding how their performance is, you know, what's, what's being sold. And that's important for them because, you know, eBay comes up, people are checking eBay. Mm -hmm. Are there fringe benefits in having, you know, uh, a, a direct personal relationship with eBay for a watch brand. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, I mean, here's what, like, what do we have? We have very valuable data around market pricing, trends on what consumers are buying, what, what are they trading in, what are they selling? So that's really important data, right? Because at the end of the day, they're not part of the consumer life cycle once the thing is out there in the wild, sold from wherever. It could be an authorized dealer or another store. So that's a huge benefit. Another benefit is just being able to tell your story to the next generation of digital consumers and being able to control that story. Because right now in the online space, you have many people telling different stories around your brands. It's probably better that you play a big role in there and control your brand equity, right? So there's a, and, and we can get you to get eyeballs really quickly because of the scale we have. Do you see the authentication system being used by a proportionately younger audience than what you understand the average watch buyer? age ranges? No, I think it's a mix. We have a lot of first-time watch buyers on eBay, right? Buying their first Rolex, their first tag, first Oris watch or other watches. And the first-time watch buyer sometimes doesn't really know what they really want and what to really look for or check for. And so that authenticity guarantee program has become a super value-add program for them, primarily for the purposes of being able to uh, get something verified and check. That's the Roger. Uh, That's Roger you, uh, Degui back. The volcano. So we <laughs> we've already thanked uh, the good people of Watch and Wonders for putting the media recording booth. Yeah, like next people to need to understand. We are in the dedicated space that's supposed to offer <laughs> sound isolation <laughs> in a and a quiet corner, <laughs> and we're next to the loudest booth. Where it sounds like there's one of those like. Universal Studios like motion simulator rides yeah. happening is. right next to it us. It sounds like the entirety of a football stadium all stood up at the same time and all the plastic chairs yeah. flicked back at it's once. It's dramatic though, right? <laughs> it's the beauty of life, right? <laughs> okay, so I think this is a really important question, especially given today's market where a lot of the watches we're seeing here, talking about Rolex, are things that you can't just be like, oh yeah, the, the dealer will have it in, in a couple of months or a couple of weeks. There's a lot of watches here from a couple of brands that consumers know are going to be frustrating as hell to get. Yeah. And a lot of them end up, you know, on on eBay. Is eBay part of the conversation about sort of how that evolves? Because some of the brands, you know, aren't super happy about people buying their watches and trying to scalp them. And eBay is just a platform. But like, I'm just curious how the current environment of the hard to get watch plays into your conversations with the brands, especially when so many of those hard to get watches, eBay is like the only place you can get some of them. Yeah, look, it's not a part of a really our conversation. It's more around giving them information, going back to the earlier point, like the data around it, right? It's going to end up on eBay. Like it's going to end up online. You s we just spoke about that with that Swatch Omega launch. Like it happens, like brands will release inventory Consumers are very frustrated that they can't walk into retail stores and even get a new Rolex anymore. Barely you can get one if there's none in a showcase. And so at the end of the day, it ends up on eBay. I do think it's then great because an com organization like eBay has also become a place where, you know, they can now go see their market pricing and how it's trending. And for many, when it's up 30, 40% or double, 
that's actually a very, very unique value proposition they have when they're selling in the primary market. Okay, so let's uh, bring things around full circle and get off of Sophie, her highlight of the watches so oh, far. Oh, I have several. The, the first one was the trilobe. I Ooh. really, really liked it, um, especially like the, the latest, the dome yeah. model that has three circles that indicate uh, three different readings of the time, the, the hour, minute, seconds, and I thought it was a beautifully designed watch on the independent side, along with Arnold and Son. I thought that their releases is, is absolutely stunning. Their chronograph, the Angelus chronograph, is a piece of art, and I am blown away by the evolution of this uh, brand on the technical and uh, horological side, but also on the visual and artistic and the aesthetic of, uh, of their releases. And just now, I was with Ariel actually at Cartier, and I had a total crush, not on the crush, but on the Santos. Uh, the blue Santos with the uh, actual with the rubber strap. Yeah. It was so cool. I did see a photograph being taken of you that I believe will be your new yes. LinkedIn profile picture. I am actually <laughs> going to send it to our team at eBay uh, Social and hopefully they will post it on our handle because I think it is the most versatile. It's cool. It's beautiful. The size is to me perfect because I don't like really small watches. I don't like very big watches. I thought it was absolutely perfect. And I really enjoyed the detail of the screws on the rubber strap. I thought it was very beautifully done. And what they did is they didn't just make a different color version. There's that new kind of architecture of the bezel yes. and the different colors. So I, I agree. And that wasn't even part of the press release. I think that's what everyone needs to appreciate that listens to a show like this is if you just look at the brands' websites mm -hmm. and you even see what they say is new. And even as media, if, you're, if you don't come here and you just read the press releases, they're not telling you about all the stuff. You get a lot of secret information. I didn't realize that. Okay. Yeah, where you go to these meetings and, and now, now you, as, as not just eBayers, but watch lovers now, you're going to be watching for these things. You're yeah. going to be saying, I remember when I saw that. Right. Now there's one on the platform. Because a lot of times these watches, like, there's very few places in the world to get them. Yeah. And eBay is a central location. Where, like, it does. People flock to it. Yeah. And, and, okay, so final question. We have to leave. Sophie, for you. If you were going to have an eBay booth at the next Watches and Wonders or upcoming one, what, what would be the activity there? What would people be doing at the eBay booth? Oh, I think it would be mostly educational. We want people to know about eBay. We want them to understand what we're doing, why we're doing it, because you know there's a reason behind everything. We're passionate people. Y you know our watch team, we are all passionate about the industry, the category, and we want to people to realize that we are here to help them. And we are not competing with anyone. It's the opposite, come on eBay, we will help you grow. We're not competing with retailers, we're actually are their biggest advocates. We're not competing with the, the consumers. We're helping them get the best watch for them and, and help them understand the category as well. And I, I think the beauty of eBay in, in, in that sector is that we are real people that are talking to other real people and the communication is, is totally organic and holistic and we're here to get them to understand why. Well, it's nice because again, we're you know, there's a lot of large faceless technology companies. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of the, this industry is a relationship industry. And they don't oh like the fact that there's this massive is. platform for buying and selling watches that they can't call up and say hello to. So I can see them uh, uh, really, really 
changing their mood. But there's, there's, there's work to come, as we know, in the United States, acceptance of uh, right. and awareness of the platform is still much higher. So, you know, I've been an eBayer for right. 20 years yeah. now. And so I actually love it when the brands themselves are, are participating more and, and, and doing it. Because again, this is an era, it's not just about releasing nice watches, but it's about having a plan for distribution and where to buy them. And then again, when you want to offload a watch uh, as, as someone who's an owner, uh, that's a, a whole other discussion right there. How do you stay a part of the consumer life cycle and build loyalty? Absolutely. Excellent. Well, thank you for joining us. Because I control the stop button, I have one final question, and Christina, <laughs> you're just going to have to shout across. My EB account uh, has lots of things in the, you know, you've got saved that you log on. I want to know what one watch you've got in your own EB account that's just sitting there that you're tracking, that you're, you're looking, you're just waiting for it to pop at the right price. So what watch are you looking for on eBay? I'm actually looking for the dual face um, reversal Excellent. in rose gold. Christina, you need to shout so as we can pick you up on the audio. Um, so I have a save search, and it hasn't popped up yet, but I'm, I'm looking for a gold case, um, Zenith Moon Phase Elite. Very nice. And Tira? Royal Oak, Blue Dial, Stainless Steel. The Blue Dial over the last, at least for like within the last five to six years, Blue Dial specifically. Good stuff. Well, thanks for joining us, everybody. Thanks for listening. Check out everything on our blog to watch, and obviously get onto eBay and uh, refresh your memory of everything that you've got saved in your searches. Say goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. Bye -bye. Thanks, Bye, everyone. Thank you for having us. Goodbye.